Hello, everybody. It is Monday evening. It's 6.49, 10 to 7, so a little bit earlier than when I usually do my audios. Um, Monday, so what have I been up to today? I started off by going to the gym, which was really great. And I'm, I know I actually mentioned this in all my audios. Like, what did I do today? I went to the gym. So I do actually work nearly every single day, at least five or six days a week. Um, but I always make sure as well that I go to the gym five days a week minimum. Why do I do this? It's not because I'm obsessed with my weight. I never, ever, ever go on a diet. Um, I do not monitor my calories or what I eat or anything like that. It is purely for my mindset. Um, So a big turning point for me, we all have bucket lists, don't we? And I had a bucket list um, and on my bucket list was to run the London Marathon. And I kind of always thought, oh, you know, yeah, have a bucket list, have stuff on it. People never really do it. You hear about these people on telly that have bucket lists and tick things off, but no one really does. And I don't know what came over me, but I think, when was it now? Four or five years ago, I was a bit stuck in a rut, and I just thought, I've just got to do something with my life. So I knew I always wanted to run the marathon, the London Marathon. And I knew nobody would ever think I'd do it or believe I'd sign up. So I thought, stuff it. This moment of craziness, I think it was like one Sunday late in the evening, I signed up, I did the ballot, um, but also my boyfriend at the time has, um, he has type 1 diabetes, and I always see him struggle um, day in, day out, and I, I, I would love to have done something for charity and given something back. I never had done any charity work or anything like that, um, I'd always admired everyone else that had done it, but for me I, I hadn't done it, so I thought yeah, I'm just going to do it. So I signed up to the ballot, but knowing that people don't really get into London Marathon through that, through that way, so then I also signed up. Um, directly through the diabetes charity and gave them my story, told them that I would be able to raise the £2,000 minimum that they'd asked for. Um, And anyway, so I managed to complete all of that. So it was just a waiting game. And I remember I must have done the application around August, September time. And between that time, my mum was poorly. She actually um, got breast cancer. Um, which is a bit rubbish, but the day that she um, had her operation um, to remove the lump in her breast was the day that I actually found out that I'd got into the London Marathon with diabetes, um, which was really, really great. Um, I will always remember that moment. She was in the operating theatre and I was waiting outside and I got a call from them and said, I'd just like to tell you that you've got a place running uh, for, for diabetes it was incredible. It was amazing. And that was in October. So that's where my journey began. I had six months um, to do my training and run every and run 226 miles. And I remember my first run, I got to the end of my road and I thought, crap, how on earth am I going to do this? I was exhausted just after just running to the end of my road. Anyway, I persevered and I did it and I managed to get up to 20 miles um, by March. So I followed up the NHS plan, I think, for running a marathon. Um, I ended up having shin splints in February, went to physio and managed to do that. But I had to have three weeks out in February. So two months before I ran the London Marathon, I had to have three weeks out with an injury. Um, but anyway, I just thought, no, I, I can do it. I was freaking out right before. Um, the weather was perfect on the day. And I'd kind of broken down the 26 miles. Obviously, there's lots of people that run the London Marathon for, the, for those that have. I broke it down in my head. I thought, okay, the first six miles is easy. Get to 10, I'm in double figures. Get to 13 miles, I'm halfway. Get up to 18, 19 miles. You know, I'm literally on the home stretch again. And then get to 20, I've already done it in my training. And then it was just literally just push on through to 26 miles. I got to the 22nd mile 
And oh my goodness, I don't know quite how I did it. But if you've ever been in a in a race or in a run or in a marathon or even in the um, crowd cheering someone on, the strength that the crowd give you to continue running, to keep going, um, you have like your name on your top. So they just keep shouting your name at you the whole time. It's so encouraging. So like welling up a little bit now just thinking about it. It was just the most amazing experience I've ever, ever had in my whole entire life. And the reason why I'm saying that is because I think that was a massive game changer for me. The fact that I got over the finish line, I did it. I saw my mum, she was in tears because I'd done it. Um, I, it made me just think I can do anything. If you, if you put your mind to, to anything at all, then you can do it. And ever since then, um, I've either been running or going to the gym. And it's purely because I get such a boost. I get such a kick mentally. The hormones, the rush, the endorphins that come through my body. It's just incredible. I can have the most rubbish day at work. I could be mentally drained, have a throbbing headache. But I will still go to the gym, even if it's for half an hour or a 40 minute session. And honestly, I feel so much better. And I... I you know, the years have gone by, I felt like four years ago that I did the marathon. And I, d- I don't know, I, I just, I, want, I w- almost worry, I think, my God, what would I do if I didn't have the gym? What, what, what do people do? Again, I'd love to know what you do. What's your output? What's your relief of, of the stresses of work or just daily life? What, what do you do to, you know, to change your mindset and, and keep going and inspire others? Um, so, yeah, I said I would talk about this on my audio a bit more from yesterday's, which I'm doing now. So I go to the gym. You'll hear me a lot saying I'm going to the gym. But it's not, to, you know, because I'm obsessed with my weight or anything like that at all. It's purely for my mind. It relieves my stress. It refocuses my mind and my attention for work. Because we have, we all have highly, highly stressful jobs, you know. We're all, you know, especially if you're a salon owner or salon manager or business owner. You're, you know, you're in demand. You're, you're needed a lot. Um, so what else have we been doing today? Um, I've done my emails today. I've had a day off um, on a Monday, so every other Monday I'm off. But I'm still on my emails all the time. I've actually been talking to Creative Head magazine, and we have um, managed to put together um, a nice little ad, which will be published in May, so in next month's edition, and that'll be on our booking app. So I'm not sure if you're aware of our booking app. It's incredible. It's amazing. It's so, so good. Have a look. Um, you can go onto our blog, salonlineq.com forward slash blog. If you type in the search box, booking app, um, you can basically see um, other people's booking apps that we've done. There are little examples on there of what you have to offer. It's basically personalised and tailored to, to your salon. So it looks like your booking app. It's got your logo on there, all your colours, any theme things that you want on there, all your services. It's really, really good um, to be offering that to your clients these days. So, you know, clients don't want to just be able to book with you between nine and five. They get home at 10 o'clock at night and they want to make an appointment with you. It's so important to be able to offer, um, to book in your salon 24-7. At three o'clock in the morning, they might want to book an appointment. You've got to be able to let them do that so they don't go elsewhere. I've also been speaking to um, Karen in, in our support team. She also looks after Payment Sense, uh, credit card integration. And with that one, um, I've been talking to her about having a complete how-to, a step-by-step. So when she's not in um, the office, there is somebody there available that knows exactly what we need to do if we have a salon that would like to become integra- have their card machine integrated with Salon IQ. What else am I doing tonight? Tonight... Um, 
<clears throat> by the way, I love learning. You'll hear me say, well, I, I read books and do this and I do that. I love learning, which I'm sure you do as well. So I'm not currently doing a um, course at the moment, a management and leadership course, which I'm finding very interesting. So I have coursework to do for that before I next see my tutor. I think I might be seeing my tutor not this week, but next week. So I need to get all that done. And I also have a book next to me um, called Secrets. And again, it's another really good book that David Levine has given me to read. I'm just looking at it now. It looks very, very good. I don't know about you, and this might sound very, very silly, but tell me if I'm just stupid, but I always have to have a book on me or near me so if I go from one room to another, I have to take my book. It's very odd. If I go out for a coffee, obviously, you know, sometimes you read, but I'll have my book. If I go to the gym, I'll have my book. If I go to work, I'll have my book. Are you like that or is that just me? Maybe I'm just being a bit sad. Anyway, I need to crack on now because I have my coursework to do. And then I need to prep for tomorrow because tomorrow I have a super busy day. I'm up early and I have my breakfast um, club meeting for my business coach at 6.30 in the morning and then I have a one-to-one session at 3.30 tomorrow afternoon. Um, So yeah, I'll let you know how that one goes. Anyway, speak soon.